You're listening to the Real Reading Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 140th Real Reading Podcast with me, Tom Canning, and my special guest this week, Dave Moore. Um, Dave is uh, has been a semi-regular on the podcast. He is a he is the promoter within Heavy Pop, uh, one of the, uh, is it fair to say, independent promoter, music promoters within the town? One of or the? What's, what's the right what's the right term there, Dave? Uh, one of, I think. One of. Yeah. Name me the others. <laughs> uh, well, Sid... Sid Siddall, Club Lost yep. Team, Independent. Um, and there's a few others. I don't actually, though, I'm not sure off the top of my head actually how many others do it as a full time thing, though. Ah, okay. Well, that, that one. Like Jack the Turtle, you know, he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's at freelance and etc. Only um, interested in people who do it properly, you know, use it to put. Well, no, no, it's all valid. It's all valid. I'm just saying, but no. Depends <laughs> on how far you want to push the independent thing, do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, yeah. Um, Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter, Real Reading Pod, and join our Facebook group, the Real Reading Fob, the Real Reading Fobcast podcast group. I'll get there. Uh, it's been a long, long week. Um, so this week we are uh, we've got Dave. Uh, we're going to chat a little bit about the uh, music scene within Reading, how it's coping, and um, the events that he's put on. He's put on. He managed to put on two big events since uh, shall we call, uh, since what was known as Freedom Day. Um, yeah, he's managed that, yeah. to put on. Yeah, I'd completely forget. Everybody was so excited about that, and I've completely forgotten there was even a whole whole day i think people yeah, did facebook events yeah. <laughs> how free do you feel i don't yeah. know i've got a cold so i don't feel free at all there's actually talk there's a some uh graffiti around where i live that's just some, like some like i think it's been put on by like sort of school paint like wet <laughs> like paint and it says i think it says uh you're not free till we're all free or something along those words all deep yeah so deep. Uh, fair enough <laughs> um, so uh, just before we, we get into all of that I just wanted to let everybody know um, they can get in touch with us and here is Jeremy with How You Can Get in touch with the team Email hello at realreadingpodcast.co.uk Find us on Twitter and Instagram at realreadingpod and join our Facebook group by searching Real Reading Podcast. Thanks, Jeremy. I'm definitely sure I need to update the email address in that. I imagine there's hundreds of people sending us emails, and I'm pretty sure the email address is wrong. But I have not gone back and revisited it for quite some time, mostly because I haven't seen Jeremy for a little while. But we'll we'll try and uh, we'll try and get that updated. So, Dave, um, you have had a busy little time, and I think I forgot in that introduction to say we are going yeah. to speak to um your rival in uh rival, promotes, yeah. you bitter rival the man that you cannot stand to look at pete can't say, can't say his name no um is it right that he yeah. stole the market yard promotion job from under your very thing you were just about to sign it and he he ripped it from your grasp is that right is that oh true? no that's absolute rubbish no, oh okay my my sources are i love i love it really <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just it's just it's just as good as pretend there's uh you know 
I, I think New it's York, good for that New York scene, you know, in the back in the eighties or whatever. It's good. It's good for business. Yeah, Studio Fifty Four um, versus everyone else, and. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be talking to Pete a little bit later about the the marquee. But I wanted to get, uh, as I say, uh, as I said in the intro, I wanted to get your uh, kind of views on what's going on, what's likely to happen. But in the meantime, as we as we mentioned, since Freedom Day, you've put on mm-hmm. down at the Abbey Festival, and yeah. you've also put on Are You Listening Festival across a bunch of venues across town. Um, did they did they work, Dave? Did they did they go as planned? Did they work? Well, they both happened, which is which is a massive achievement in itself, considering. What we we you know a lot of people have been through in the last couple of years of where it's been going for. So yeah, it was um, yeah we were really proud to be able to do both actually. Uh, Downton Abbey um, was definitely the more challenging being an outdoor event. Obviously, COVID has changed you know has changed things. So there was a lot more admin, a lot more health and safety, and a lot more other things that we need to con- need to consider to, to put into place, and also. Down the Abbey was the first event we've done since, since I think like February, March, when you know in twenty twenty. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend to anyone if you haven't done if you haven't done an event for nearly two years, don't do an outdoor festival straight away. You might want to, <laughs> it's not it's not it's not the, it's not the easiest uh, warm up. Um, it was quite a shock to the system, but um, but yeah, we did it. Like you know, we're really really proud that we managed to pull it off despite you know circumstances. I mean, even talking about the Freedom Day, even back then the summer, it was still a bit unsure whether you know um sort of outdoor events and outdoor events with certain capacity we were allowed, going to be allowed to go ahead and you know the rule you know the rules were kind of as well kind of still are in some cases a bit sort of blurred so it was quite difficult in the run-up to it to kind of plan with real conviction till till a bit nearer to the time when things started to settle down and some other things were going on uh, but that's a yeah really proud of most uh and also i think one of the things that was quite hot warming was just seeing people out again actually and just kind of bumping into their mates and that's the same with eye listening which is only which was only up four weeks afterwards was the kind of, now you seeing the bands and seeing the, all the venues nice and busy but it was just seeing people kind of bump into their mates like um kind of forget that was a regular thing <laughs> when it started you know you might go out with a group of people and bump, bump someone else and you know and whatever and um that was it's all that's happening as much but maybe that you know maybe that starts to come back a bit more i don't know but yeah so yeah really chuffed for us to do both of those it's been quite um quite full on um so we say but like you know but at the same time grateful that we've been able to do it at all really i mean there's a lot of other festivals especially ones a lot bigger than us you know because ours, ours are tiny compared to you know the ready festivals and all, the, all those sort of guys um just yeah just really pleased we were able to do it at all really and um yeah hopefully you know we can kind of plan next year with with things being more settled and you know more conviction that hopefully you know well i hope things cross over the worst of it anyway and then yeah next year will be a better year for everyone how many times did you have to rearrange because i know you rank you had to rearrange are you listening a couple of times how many times Mm. did, did down the abbey get rearranged uh just the once um but with yeah just the once because that's part of a license so yeah we just moved it from one into the other um i listening i think we moved it three times i think or the or fourth or maybe it's the fourth time when it actually happened like, i kind of lost count like <laughs> yeah and also it's quite funny actually well no funny is the, the wrong wording but um when we went to reschedule it like in march 2020 the first time 
we were talking about, oh, we'll just move it, like try and move it for a couple of months, you know, like May, June, you know, like push it back a little bit because no one really understood what was going to, what was around the corner really. And then it turned out that because we knew so many venues, trying to get a date that works for everyone is, is, is quite challenging in itself. Um, so it ended up being October. And I was like, oh, it's ages away, like, okay, fine, you know. And then obviously we all know what happened. Yeah. Um, and then we moved back, and then we moved back to April, and then, it, and then to October again. And, um, and now we're just in the process of just confirming 2022's date. Um, that's when you hear back from sort of some of the venues, because, yeah, so, yeah. So hoping to announce that hopefully next week or very soon. So you, you obviously had um, obviously an awful lot going on, and there's a there's a there's a lot that you've you've already done, um, you've, and I know um, you kind of got your, your finger in in quite a few pies over over various different things. Um, uh, so what, what's what's the general music scene in Reading like at the moment? Is there a lot going on? Is it sort of quite tentative? Um, what, what are we seeing at the moment? Um, I think it's bit broad in the sense I think kind of smaller shows start to happen a bit more. Like I know that the face bar for example is quite busy with various mm. events. I think it's 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 quieter for touring bands, at least in Reading at the moment. Um and I think it's because a lot of the venues that we've been using have been closed for quite a long time. Well until more recently obviously. Um and that's probably also down to just people weren't being sure. Because I think I think some people don't realise that you know a lot of these tours are booked you know, maybe six months or maybe further down, or depends or further down the line. So, you know, some people, I think some tours, they've decided to just leave it for this year. Yeah. Um, because everything's still up in the air. I mean, we've been quite busy with our own rescheduled shows and shows we'd already booked in the autumn. So we've got our Beat Connection, that all day uh, sort of mini party festival at South Street Arts Centre this Saturday. And we've got a load of shows next week, um, like four, I think four in a row. Uh, a couple of Reading shows. Well, most of the Reading shows actually got like, Chubby and the Gang. No, Willie Mason, Chubby and the Gang. Uh, who's the other one? Anna Meredith in Oxford, the academy there. And this is the kit, uh, which is now at the concert hall. Uh, so that'd be a beautiful sort of show to end that week with. So yeah, it's been quite, yeah. So we've got quite a lot going on. But I think I think wider scope, I think people are just starting to feel their the way back in. Like, no, it's the mm-hmm. Turtles. So that's been a couple of gigs again and stuff. So I think... I think tensively people are kind of, yeah, starting to kind of look to do a bit more. And, um, you know, hopefully like Christmas will, will, you know, will be good and next year we'll kind of, will be a bit more normal, a bit more uh, stable, hopefully. So you, I, I wanted to ask you about, um, you, you sent me, you sent me an email uh, on Saturday, you've got a, a gig at South Street Art Centre and this email has got a lot of words in it and some of them I don't understand. So um, yeah, <laughs> it's a dual room. It's a dual room all day. What what's a dual yeah. room all day, Dave? Uh, it's just a fancy way of saying we're using both the rooms. I suppose. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we've got so it's actually arts since you've got the theatre room, which is the main room, and then you've got the yeah. studio room, which is about half the size. Uh, so what we do with Beat Connection is that we open doors about three o'clock. Live music starts from about four, and then we normally have like the first kind of access sort of studio. Get sort of get people sort of settled in, you know, get a drink, what have you. And then when it gets later in the afternoon, sort of early in Sunday, we open the theatre and then kind of run both rooms off one another. So as one act finishes, another one starts, basically. So it's all sort of quick turnaround stuff and 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 that kind of thing. Yeah. 
So, I mean, obviously, South Street. I know, I know, South Street Art Centre. You're you're usually based in one of the offices at South Street Art Centre, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, based upstairs. And obviously, that that venue's now now kind of fully open, isn't it? As far as I as far as I'm aware. Yeah, they started doing events. They've, they've got um, they've got some kids entertainment on as we speak, actually. So, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I thought I thought I did hear some kids in the background. I did wonder if um, if you just invited some in just to experience the promotion it's like, of music. It's not like experience, kids. It's uh, <laughs> a lot smaller. Um, yeah, no, they're they're back doing yeah comedy and, and music and you know a new new sort of program really. Um, they've got a very busy year because obviously they do events for external. You know, promoters like ourselves and, and mm. some comedy theatre, etc. We also did a lot of the rain events, so I know they've had to. Obviously, they were closed for you know for the majority of the whole time, so their calendar is pretty crazy in terms of lots of rescheduled events and things they were going to do anyway. So, yeah, they're they're very very busy between now and I guess the next year or so, just trying to kind of catch up with themselves a little bit, as well as the, all the new stuff they're looking to do. And um, is it is it fair, is that your favourite venue? Sounds true. Yeah. Yeah, it probably is actually. Yeah, I would have one of them, and you know, I, I, I spend a lot of time here, so yeah, <laughs> you kind of have to. So yeah, so even if I didn't, it's probably sort of you know Stockholm syndrome, uh, yeah, realizing it. But um, yeah, no, it's definitely, definitely. I think also, I mean, I don't, I don't get there as as much. The World Centre are pretty there in a couple of weeks' time, but the Royce and Art Centre, I always like going there. It always feels that like you're going to someone's house. <laughs> We're probably basically are going to someone's house. And, yeah. Um. But yeah, I like the fact actually that um, most of the venues in Reading have their own sort of personality. I think. I mean, the face bar is always. I always feel the face bar. Um, never done a show that doesn't have a good vibe to it for some reason. It was, I don't know whether it's. I don't know if it's maybe slightly out of the way for some people, or, or it seems like out of the way. Which it's not far really, but I think it has that. I think you got across the. Was it the dual carriageway or motorway yeah. to get to? I think somebody feels further away than it is, but was that doing shows there? Obviously, the turtle was the turtle. I mean. The Turtle for you listening was just like absolutely rocking. It was, <laughs> evening. It, was it was great to see. It was a kind of it was a kind of you you wouldn't thought you wouldn't have thought something was going on. Yeah. You know, like it did feel like the old days actually. So that was really that was really great to see. With with Are You Listening, do do you have a lot to do on the day or are you able to just sit down and plan a, a sort of route around where you want to go and where you want to be? Uh no, there's always there's always, <laughs> there's always to do. I mean, you know, this year we've we said we'd, you know, we'd try and see more bands over what's been going on the last couple of years, and I saw a bit more. But, but like, you know, the music goes on for about twelve hours. I maybe saw at an hour and a half or something. <laughs> Not a lot. I mean, also, it's just good. Like, we're always kind of curious to see how, you know, how the venues are going. Like, the, you know, and also how, the, you know, it also this this issues to sort out on the day, or whatever. But generally speaking. It, there was nothing major this year, like kind of, it sort of takes care of itself to a degree these days. And we're quite fortunate that a lot of people who work on it have been doing it for a number of years. So everyone kind of knows, you know, what they're doing. And, um, but yeah, I, just, I, I, I don't know how many miles I walked. I did a lot of mileage just walking around the venues to venue and some bits and pieces out. I managed to see a couple of acts I really wanted to see. So, um, which doesn't always happen. So yeah. So I'm quite happy about that, but it's a really long day. You know, you know, we're here in the morning, and then you know, time's all done. It's like early hours of the morning, so it's a long day. Yeah. Um, and just in in terms of what's coming up, then obviously mm-hmm. for for Saturday, where can people go to to find out more and 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 get any tickets? 
Oh, for Big Connection, yeah. So, yeah, Big Connection is this Saturday, so the 30th of October. Um, people could either go to our website, which is heavypop.co.uk, or they go to the watsonreading.com website, the Reading Arts one, um, to buy tickets for that. Um, so, tickets are currently £20. Yeah. Plus, booking fees, a bit more on the day. Um, yeah, and there's, I think, it's like, I can't remember how bands we've got now, like 10, 10, 12 bands, I think, across both rooms. We've got two, two. Um, it, you've probably met TT before, but uh, TT doing Ethiopian food. Yeah. She's going to do a food stall for us, and that, that always goes on really well. Everyone yeah. loves food. Um, and obviously, Double Barrel now are now the, the on the pump here. Yeah. yeah. So that's, you know, that's that's obviously nice. So again, like another kind of, you know, it's not a very independent feel to it, really, uh, which, is, you know, which is lovely. And what, and what's coming up? What, what can we look out for over the next sort of weeks and months? Well, a lot's happening next sort of week, really. So, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, Beat Connection on Saturday. Um, and then on Wednesday, the 3rd of November, back at South Street again, we've got um, American sort of folky singer-songwriter, uh, Willie Mason. And he's always great live. And then we've got a punk band called Chubby and the Gang at the Face Bar on Thursday. And then on Friday, there's an Oxford, we've got Anna Meredith, who's a classically, uh, classical composer, electronic artist at the Academy there. And then we're doing on Saturday, we've got um, This Is The Kits, sort of folky rock act, um, playing at the concert hall. That's my seat show, so that's going to be really special. You know, it's, it's not often you do a lot of shows in there. Um, it's great to be listed as well, so it's quite, you know, it's a beautiful space to be in, actually. And we're also doing John Hopkins there on Sunday, the 21st of November. Um, and that's going to be pretty special, we're hiring like a grand piano, it's going to be like sort of a piano string set, but also still do the electronic elements as well. So that should be really special. Um, yeah, so we've got some exciting stuff lined up with some other gigs in the, in December as well. Um, we've got Beans and Toast at the Face Bar. He always goes down. Oh, really? really? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. very good. Yeah, I've, great, great guy. Always, always really entertaining. Like, you know, people love the show. The show. Um, and then, yeah, we're, and, you know, we're looking, and then we'll be doing like focusing on the festivals next year. Are you listening? In particular, um, yeah. So yeah, we'll be keeping busy. Excellent. Well, just before we uh, just before we kind of round off and, and and move on to to chatting to Pete about uh, the market yard. What obviously that's that's going to be a new venue. Um, it, mm. is that, I presume that is all round a good thing that that new places are opening up. We've we've talked about it a lot on the podcast over the last couple of weeks, largely because all of us who've been on the podcast regularly used to work in that building, so we've got quite oh, an affinity yeah. with them. Um, with that building it's uh it's 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 a bit special so um but it, I, I presume it, it's good there's new venues opening it, it, there's not sort of a a flooded market or anything like that no no it's great news more, more the merrier you know i mean it's normally the case you hear venues closing down or under threat, yeah. not opening so um no i think it's a, i think it's a really positive thing for the town and, um i know pete's put some pretty exciting interesting stuff so hopefully I mean, I'm intrigued to go there myself when it when it's when they, when it's open. So um, I hope people embrace it, and yeah, should be offering something different. It's, it's always a good thing, I think. Yeah, um, Dave, thanks very much for your time. Thanks for coming on, um, and undoubtedly we'll speak soon. Um, just remind remind everybody of the Heavy Pop website where people can go and find out everything they need to know about what's coming up. Yeah, so if people want to find out about our shows and read about tickets or information, just go to heavypop.co.uk. Uh, all on socials. It's just at Heavy Pop Promo. Dave, thanks very much.
Čestom. The Big Interview Hi everybody. Uh, I am here with Pete Wheeler. Um, Hello. I've had to keep Pete and Dave Moore apart, such as the intensity of their rivalry um, yeah, in the yeah. Reading booking music, booking of music scene. It's so fierce. Um, absolutely. I mean, I you know, I, I I told the story of how you you ripped the contract for booking the Market Yard from from Dave's. Oh, utterly, utterly. Yeah, yeah. Not even that. You know. Oh, ooh, no. <laughs> absolutely dreadful. Yeah. Just I'm not. That's not. That's not his thing. That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> do Do you have a patch? Do you Do you like square up at you know when you when you well, go to each yeah, other? We do a lot of stare offs. Yeah, we do, yeah. do stare offs in various places. Like last night, we did a stare off at Wagamama's after a drink in the pub. You know, we do that. We kind of yeah. stare, like you know with real intent at each other while we're actually enjoying each other's company at pubs but, and restaurants. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems to keep your enemies close. That's the thing, isn't it? Oh, you think that? You think so? Oh, <laughs> couldn't possibly confirm or deny that. Oh, no. <laughs> Pete, let's move on to um, serious yeah. matters. We have Absolutely. been talking about the market yard on indeed you have podcast yeah. for the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah. I obviously you're well informed about that because you listen every week and uh, uh, and are, are well up to speed. So yeah. you will know that uh, a number of people on this podcast who have appeared regularly on this podcast used to work yeah. in that very building. I um, am aware. Boy, oh boy, if walls could talk. <laughs> um, so market yard tell us a little bit about it what's i mean you you are you are the, the sort of as far as we're concerned the figurehead um i know you're booking the music <laughs> but at the moment for us you may as well be the figurehead so tell us what you know so what i know is that um market yard actually began this summer initially as an outdoor um food and drinks market over in the king's meadow and what they've done now is they've got the lease on your old workplace or work the old workplace of quite a few people there mm. um and uh, yeah so basically they're going to be using it as a 1200 capacity uh, food and drinks market with entertainment um from the 26th of november until the 23rd of december and i have been brought in to book as many interesting and fun um entertainments to uh, to occur during that time and we announced all of that yesterday i, I presume dave just wasn't available well, you know, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't say you're really going with this. I do, I've got one joke. I've got one joke, and let's um, let's let's string it out for us. No. So, okay. Um, so it, it sounds excellent. It, it's funny because so Rachel and I have both discussed about this uh, about this sort of thing. I know when they cleared the print presses out of there, it was a sad day. But we yeah. we did look at it, and 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 a few of us sort of said this would be great for some gigs or something. And and you know, yeah. and, I, and I'm I'm thinking uh, I, I, personally, I was thinking Model Village, but. Um, you know, someone else suggested, uh, you know, be great. There's a great big space for some gigs. There's nothing else. You know, there's no one that can really complain about it. Maybe a giant scale electrics or a domino topple. You that kind of stuff. Yeah. Record breaking yeah. domino topples. I could definitely see it working for one of them. Exactly. And and because there's there's lots of different holes in different play parts of the building. There's yeah. a, there's one room in there uh, in in further along in the building. And Rachel and I discussed this last week, I think, or the week before. And um, there is one building where where it's actually the door is completely locked shut because there's a massive hole in the floor where an extension of the print press had to go. So <laughs> look out for that because David, it, well, yeah, try and get some tape, maybe white and red tape around it. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think I think we're possibly making it sound more dangerous than it actually would be. But all I'm saying is look out for rugs carefully placed on floors. Oh, Raggy, thank you. Well, <laughs> I have been there. I visited a couple of weeks ago. And I have to say I was really, 
it did make me even more excited than I already was about this project um, because I think it's going to be an amazing space, um, particularly the main room, um, which has got the um, the kind of balcony along yeah. the top, along one side and then the back, because that's where the DJs are going to be and where live acts are going to perform from. And, uh, and then there will be various uh, lights and production going on around that with everyone then uh, seated on the floor. So I had to envisage that a lot in the same way that you, you know, like you say, you knew it as one thing, then you saw it empty. I'm seeing it empty and then going to have to think yeah. of it as something else and um but I, I really am looking forward to this opening so you so as the as the booker um yep. who who have you booked who who would who would the people of reading be most keen on do you think okay well i like to think that the people of reading are, are very, very uh, courteous like they like all sorts of different things have eclectic music taste because that's what we're going for with this yeah the opening uh the opening friday the 26th of november we have dj yoda if you've never seen him before he's just an amazing cut paste dj who is un, unashamedly fun and brings in things like 80s tv themes with hip-hop classics and and will always put a smile on your face so it had to be a bit of yoda for the opening opening night and also some really good local um hip-hop acts that are going to be supporting them so uh that's one side of things then we've got um some big names like horsemeat disco dj paulette raw silk which is very much kind of current disco djs that are playing all of the festivals that some many of which i've seen myself do sets who but have that brilliant kind of knack of playing really good stuff that people are going to enjoy um before 11 o'clock because it it does close at 11 it's not a club that that i do want to make clear it really is a food and drinks market but with really really decent entertainment but then the other end of the scale here as well is we've very much gone for the fun party stuff so we've got people like east 17 doing a live set we have an adele tribute act we have ultimate power which is a power ballads night which i highly recommend (laughs) you're literally just there singing your heart out to you know you're the voice or anything else there's so much fun to be had there. Equally guilty pleasure to see the, the proper um, club night from London are bringing their drag queens, uh, DJs and dancers down. Um, and yeah, there's there's loads really. I think it is well worth people having a look on the website and saying, I do believe genuinely there's something for everyone here. And what, what do we know about the, the sort of the food or the market side of it? What do we know about that? So that's still coming together now. Uh, okay. That's going to be a combination of uh, some of the uh, the stalls that were very successful for them and did well at the events that they've done. Because the, uh, the people who run Market Yard, um, <clears throat> excuse me, also ran a four-day festival at Palmer Park this summer. Yeah. Um, with that's including the House and Garage Orchestra, a fantastic local duo called Twin Sun. They performed there. Uh, self-plug, self-plug. <laughs> um, and, and also they had like Chase and Status on another day. So they, they've yeah. already done something which which was to a lot of people. And the food stalls that work well there will be there. But also they're, uh, they've already been connected with all of the uh, the good local fooderies that we see all the time at all the local craft beer places and various festivals that Dave and I have done in the past or are still doing. So it's, you know, there's going to be a nice combination. Do you, do you know if there are, and this or this is niche only really for <laughs> me and, and, and several colleagues, but do, do you know if there's any nods to the building's previous uh, life? The only thing I know, and this was a, do, do you remember the big aircon units that were kind of up on those balconies? Oh, yes. Because I was looking up at them and they've got these fantastic little like sort of round circular bits that stick out of them. And they're going to be turned into moving disco lights. Oh, fantastic. So we're utilising some of the things that have been left behind. Obviously, there isn't still any kind of print elements. No, 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 it's, no. it's all been gutted, really, which does give it that incredible sort of industrial look, which I'm someone who does like my clubbing. So I've been to Printworks multiple times in London. and I've been to Warehouse Projects and there is something quite 
exciting about being yeah. in one of these spaces that is so high and kind of gives it this sort of strange industrial atmosphere while you're there eating your food, having a yeah. nice double 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 barrel beer, and and you know listening to some uh, some DJ Yoda, for example. <laughs> and, and, and I think my, my final question really is: um, yeah. people who had never worked there will not will almost certainly not be aware of, but I would certainly recommend Google Street Viewing this. The mm. world's tiniest multi-story car park out the back is that getting any use is, is <laughs> I, I mean i suspect it's probably more of a safety concern than oh. uh, than, than actually but but give... the multi-story so how many stories are we talking here oh for, from memory it's about four wow okay. it's um, quite incredible next time you're there go and have a little look at the <laughs> it's it was a single track in single right. so it's, it's it's oh so, wow so, so if, someone, if someone was was coming in and someone was coming down <laughs> Then danger. It's like it one was, of those toy car ones that we all played with. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But try and have a little. But somehow wow. they managed to get this multi-story car park in in the back of this building. So um, do I will, do. I will seek. I will seek it out. I was mainly inside, but I did see outside because the yeah. food stores themselves are going to be outside. There's going to be an outside area as yeah. well as the inside bit. So uh, you know, real mix of of different areas being used. It's all on the on the website. They've yeah. kind of given them all little themes. Uh, but yeah, I, I will make sure I, I investigate the. There's uh, also attached to that car, and this will mean again. This will mean absolutely nothing to anybody, and, and they've probably <laughs> stopped listening by now because it's it's becoming me again. Um, Never self indulgent, not this. But podcast. but um, there's a little garage just attached to that, and and I would bet if you had a look in there, there's probably still some Reading Monopoly. <laughs> I would imagine some. some I think what needs to happen. I think you need to come to the opening <laughs> nights. Uh, I think you need to be down there, and you need to find all the little treats, like a little treasure hunt for you. Oh, it'd be a lot of days gone by. Oh, it was a it was a wonderful, good, good, fun time. So, yeah, um, <laughs> hey, when 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 is Market Yard opening? Because I know it's had a couple of uh, a couple of moves. That's right. It's had to move back two weeks. Um, but we are all now go for the Friday, the twenty sixth of November. Um, and like I say, what will happen initially is it will open from uh, Thursday to sunday uh for those first couple of uh, well friday to sunday on the first weekend then i think it's that's it then when we get into december probably it'll be from wednesday so this it, there's already whatever events we've already announced which is the vast majority they're already up on the website um but yeah. there will be more little things being added in because there's lots of uh ideas still still going around in our heads <laughs> but uh the, the vast majority is there and yeah i'm really really looking forward to it so what's the website where people can go and find out a bit more information Called cool. so it's uh, www dot and then marketyard all one word dot co dot uk. It's all there. Fantastic, Pete Wheeler. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Cheers, Tom. You're listening to the Real Reading Podcast.